Hey, what's up everybody? Look, you and I both know that restrictive dieting, copious amounts of high intensity exercise, and living like a social leper is no longer an acceptable approach to achieving and maintaining the body and health that you want for yourself and your family. We know this because we've been there. The good news is that we're here to show you that there's another way. The problem with how the fitness and health industry addresses obesity, or being overweight, or feeling like garbage is that all the experts tell you it's a food and exercise thing, when in reality, it's a mindset and prioritization thing. We spent nearly two decades in the trenches, learning, coaching, and perfecting real-world solutions to a real-world problem. Join us as we help connect people just like you with the information they need to live their best life possible. My name is Brian Sweeney. My wife, Jenny, and I will be your coaches on this journey. Welcome to the Amplify Network. Guess who's back? Shady's back. <laughs> you open with that one often. Uh, so season three. Season three. So this is fun. We last time we we focused most of our last few shows on just accountability, you know, persevering, kind of a lot of the good feel feel good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was different before the election. Just the the mood and the the atmosphere, and then. I think people kind of, what we're getting at here is the topic. Anything pertaining to COVID, I think there was enough people that were like, eh, it's not real. Eh, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. And then the, uh, obviously the administration changed and now there's a lot back out again. Now mm-hmm. all of a sudden you've got new viral strains. The UK is back down to its um, third lockdown. Goodness. Um, it looks like it's full on panic mode like it was last March and April. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see that there's just some instances or states where they just, choose to ignore it and they're just like you know it's business as usual the good thing um if there is a good a good side to it businesses are opening back up mm-hmm. um we're able to conduct commerce and we're able to help people and you, know, you don't have to worry everyone's not walking around with that are you trying to kill me you right. know covid look on their face but we have not and I'm, I'm, i was looking through some of our previous shows we haven't gotten into a whole lot of covid talk mm-hmm. um and i think it was more there's enough of that going on in the media and with people and crazies and it just wasn't worth bringing that conversation in. But now looking at, um, the implications of getting it, Mm -hmm. the fallout, um, and obviously generating public fear and everything else is a bad thing, right? We don't, that's not helping anybody. What I thought last year was going to be was a wake up call for people to really just go, you know what? I'm at risk. Mm -hmm. If you are susceptible to risk in areas, like if you know you don't lock your don't lock your house when you go to bed, you're always going to invite risk, right? Right. If you leave your cars unlocked and you live in a neighborhood where people routinely run through unlocked cars and steal things, it's risk. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take an intelligent person to say, here's risk in my life and I'm going to mitigate it. Mm-hmm. You don't uh, tell people your mother's maiden name so they can get into your bank accounts, <laughs> right? There's just some common sense shit. But what's come out over and over and over again, and while the media is focusing on the people that are s- suffering with the worst outcomes from COVID, they are minorities, mm-hmm. right? So we're looking at a lot of Hispanics, African Americans. They're getting pummeled by um, when, you, when they're getting COVID and they're not recovering well, right. and they're looking at it like it's a um, no one's been able to nail this down. It's it's um, it's opinions mm-hmm. to this point, but it's lower access to medical. Mm-hmm which is ergo the higher death rates. But what I'm not seeing is, and what I'm 
I'm leaning towards more is it, especially if you look in the States where people are having the worst kind of negative mm-hmm. outcomes, you're dealing with not coincidentally, the highest rates of obesity. Right. Isn't that preventative maintenance? Isn't that the, the kind of like leaving your, your house unlocked? Of course it is. And I think it's, we, our society has shifted towards you you have to be careful about everything you say and that now instead of looking at obesity in this instance as something that, hey, if you can get some weight off, sir or ma'am, you may be less, less likely to catch something like COVID. Instead, people turn around and they call it like a fat shaming thing for people who say, get healthy, it's fat shaming. And it's like, oh, but it's it's actually really not when they are tying COVID to people who are overweight. Negative outcomes. And, yes, and yeah. maybe had nothing else wrong with them. And, and, and you've got the anomalies because you've got some people like, oh, this 34-year-old perfectly healthy, you know, clean of slate, of course. you know, had really bad outcome. Mm-hmm. Yet we know that genetics are playing into it at some point. They, oh, were, gosh, they yes. were alluding that blood types yep. was going to be more favorable. I think it went from, because you and I are different blood types, it went from, oh, it's mostly mine. Oh, yep. shit, now it's some of yours. Uh-huh. And, you know, there was a theory that O types were kind of resilient to making it go sideways, but then they've poo-pooed that. Mm-hmm. So you can't really just lean back on it. And what it looks like over the past six months, is right after they started announcing there's a vaccine coming, um, it, the, what it feels like on the surface, and this is just me watching all my social media pages and monitoring you know, the kind of the trends and everything that's going on, people are more hyper-focused on don't make me feel bad about being overweight. Right. Instead of telling me point blank, it's like, look, if we can get 30 pounds off of you, you're, you're, the chances of you not getting COVID are slim. Yeah. You're going to get it. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get it. It's going to happen. And, but atypical to Western society, rather than address the problem, we go to science, mm-hmm. you know? So if science can't save me, then I'm doomed, but people are not taking the initiative. When you see States like Mississippi, Tennessee, Kentucky, um, Arizona, high Hispanic population, um, California, high Hispanic population, they're getting destroyed and they're overweight. But I don't I haven't seen one governor coming out with a uh, an initiative that says, you know what, let's just call it Virginia, get healthy. Yeah. And now we're going to work to get everyone to just start improving themselves. So hey, you're you're way down the list on getting the vaccine. Let's not wait. Yep. You know the vaccine is just a bump in your strategy. Absolutely. It can't be your only strategy. Mm-hmm. We'll offer the resources like resources are offered for things that don't impact people's health in a positive way. So put up, so like put up a website that's like, this is what it means to eat healthy. You don't have to get, and you, you can very much get a, put a banner up there that says this is applied to, you know, somebody who is not pre-diabetic or diabetic, who doesn't have this, who doesn't have that. And just to at least give a guidance because for people like us, we can walk around and be like, oh, we shouldn't have that because it's extremely unhealthy but you might have the person sitting next to us going, well, crap, I got fried chicken sandwich, but I didn't get the bun. Therefore, I ate healthy, yeah. not healthier, yeah. but people might not be informed. What does that really mean? So just a general, if you can afford to buy, you know, fresh vegetables over canned, you know, these are the benefits of doing so. Yep. So just a free resource. Bake versus fry. Absolutely. Um, so it's it's very conflicting for me 
Um, because again, you look like that crazy that's in Vegas with the you know <laughs> Jesus save sign mm-hmm. in the middle of town, and everyone's ignoring the dude. Yes, um, it's like everyone's like, man, you're in the wrong place. Nobody wants to hear any of that, you know, especially here. Mm-hmm. Well, now if you are of Latin descent or you are of African American descent, your radar needs to be a thousand times more tuned to changing what you're doing inside mm-hmm. your four walls at home. And I get cultural foods. I understand family traditions. I understand those things. But if you want to not be a statistic, mm-hmm. you need to change your, you got to change your situation. Um, there's just as many obese white people dying but when they talk about um, access to medical care. And that's why they're dying. What mm-hmm. they're talking about is a ventilator. Right. And they're like, Oh, you, your, your insurance is so bad or you don't have it. Or maybe it's just, Maybe the area you live just doesn't have enough ventilators allocated. Mm-hmm. But if your if your strategy is based on it's okay, there's a ventilator up the street. Goodness I won't. Gracious. And if that's why people are dying because it's from the home when they have COVID to the ventilator, then you've got a problem before you even get there. Right. And people are looking at it like it's a medical problem, it's a medical access problem. When what it is, it's a society, culture, and education problem right. on how to take care of yourself. You don't need a gym membership. If you can't afford it, then that's fine. I mean, right. You don't have to. Right. Throw every effing thing in your fridge away that is contributing to you being obese. Mm-hmm. It's, it's contributing to your kids being overweight. Mm-hmm. You know, if you guys want to overcome the statistics and what it's doing, again, I know it's, it's hitting the minorities harder, but it's everybody that I'm talking about. Of course. Um, you've got to look at your situation, but like, science won't save me. Right. <laughs> and our jobs and what we do for a living it's heart wrenching because just start making steps to improve. If, if you map it out, if your resting heart rate is 65, 70, mm-hmm. what does the demand of a heart rate that beats at 65, 70 beats and can't draw air? Yes. Right. Every time you, you know, your heart pumps, it's circulating reoxygenated air. Yep. Right. It's recir- recirculating blood, reoxygenated, uh, oxygenated blood. But if you can't get enough air in during mm-hmm. those heartbeats, it's going to feel really damn bad. Yes. Because your body's working harder to get more oxygen to your yourself, and you can't draw it in fast enough because your airways are constricted. Right. It relates. It does relate. Walk up a flight of stairs, and if your heart rate is throttled, you need to start looking at shit in your life. Well, with the exception of me. <laughs> <My laughs> we well, carrying laundry. My heart throttles all the time up the stairs. It's okay to get winded. But I think it's something that now people have, um, the fitness industry gets spanked a lot because, um, you know, we, I'm going to say most of us, hopefully, I know that for ourselves, we just want to help because we know what it is like when you start to lose fat, gain muscle, and things like going up a flight of stairs, they don't bother you. I can, you know, probably when we were first married and I was not into fitness at all, I would need help carrying in the groceries. It's being dependent on somebody else because of something you aren't willing to look at or change. It's not a, before I couldn't carry groceries because I was very, very weak. There was not a lot of muscle in my body at all whatsoever. It was not that I had another issue that wouldn't allow me to do so, but I wish that our industry wouldn't get slapped so much as like, stop fat shaming, stop being hateful. You don't really, you just don't like people who have extra weight. And it's like, you are, you're missing the boat on this one. 
We know that to chase our dogs around the yard takes effort. And I like that I'm not so out of breath that I feel like I need to take a nap afterwards. It's watching, you know, neighbors chase their kids because they are healthy and fit enough to do it. Mm-hmm. If there's a, if you know, flight or fight, f- fight flight, flight or fight, yeah. I can't get it out, um, situation, I would die if it was just simply a weight thing that prevented me not being scared. Mm-hmm. But if I couldn't run to get away from somebody because I'm like, I'm going to have a heart attack. That stuff's real. Mm-hmm. COVID coming out and saying, you know what? We're seeing some cases come out that really are being tied to people being overweight. Not everybody. Right. Right. And, some cases. And because, you know, in the, in the world of science, and, and it makes sense, it's science, but until something is definitively proven, yeah. nobody will stand on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like some of the drugs that they were talking about with, hey, this has been shown to help, but, you know, one pool of doctors said, that's voodoo, don't do it. And yep. the other one's like, no, you're corrupt, you're, you know, don't do that. We're never going to get definitive on this for a long time. Yep. So if if you're in a situation and you, you nailed it, you know, one of the com, uh, coaching communities that I'm in online, um, there was a, mm, I'm not going to get into the name. Yeah. It started talking about what is healthy. Mm-hmm. And it gets into, well, you can be overweight and be healthy. Or you can be super skinny and be unhealthy. Mm-hmm. That The idea was don't let your outward appearance drive someone's opinion. And right. every time I try to engage in a conversation about, I understand the, the emotional side of what people are trying to do. Don't feel bad about yourself. Be mentally healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you shouldn't hate your body. You shouldn't, you know, Absolutely look not. at yourself and think negative things. That's, mm-hmm. but what people don't want to kind of draw the, the line between is if your house is on fire, you call the fire department. If you, if it walks like a duck, looks like a duck, let's not play around with today's, you know, say one thing that means another society where we like to play around. It's like, well, I'm only overweight if I acknowledge that I'm overweight. Um, I can call myself healthy if I'm the complete opposite of healthy because that's the world we live in. I can make up my own style of reality. Exactly. Um, But if, if we can't get over that, childishness yes if we can't get past that um the the initial dialogue there's no there's no time for that kind of talk when there's something serious on the line like life and death yep um i was called names when i was growing up i was husky i was chunky Mm you know yeah it sucks but that drove me to do to not be right so when someone's coming at you and they're trying to give you a hand they're not saying that you're that you're a bad person No, and I think that's the number one thing that people should recognize. I think there are people who are straight up a-holes in this world Mm -hmm. that probably sit there and will say they're fat, they're slobs, they're whatever. But when you work with people who don't feel that way, if you came down to sit with us and you're 400 pounds and you're like, I've got to get, you know, 250 pounds off, you and I would never even think to ourselves, ew, yuck, you're right. We would be like, whoa. What a great goal. First of all, amazing goal, but let's scale that back a little. Let's get five and let's see how you feel. But not only that, journey your experience to getting healthier. It's not just like we just wrapped up a detox program and it was like the things you hear, you don't realize sometimes that extra weight, you're not sleeping okay and then you do. You're not going to the bathroom regularly and then you do. It's all those little things, you know, 
you stop having joint pain. It's all these things that I think that we can become so accustomed to forgetting. It's like, I always have a stomach ache when I eat. I live in the bathroom. It's always number three. You know, I can't do this. And then one day you can. And then as an added benefit to that, there is a chance that when something like a COVID hits, there's a chance that you might not get it just because you took some extra precautions yep. with your health. Your immune system will respond and your... Absolutely. I mean, okay, so here's here's what you do. Um, if you're And let's just assume that everyone just doesn't have the cost to go talk to a coach. Yep. All right, so they're, they're out there. Or they just haven't seen the value in it. Right? Absolutely. They won't do that either. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. If you recognize that you would be considered in the higher risk category, yep. stop eating fried foods. Mm-hmm. Stop eating processed foods. And by processed, I'm thinking if it's got more than two, three ingredients in it, try to avoid it and limit it. Yep. Stay away from your breads and your pastas and your high sugar and your uh, your bullshit syrups and your M&Ms and your, your crap. I mean, you, you, that stuff's got to go mm-hmm. for a short while. Mm-hmm. Once you get yourself into a, um, uh, a state that reduces your overall risk, you can start having some things that you enjoy in your Absolutely. life. But the ball is 100% in your court. Um, by making small changes over time, it mm-hmm. will yield big things. If you're a Diet Coke freak, mm-hmm. get Diet Coke out of your life for a while. Mm-hmm. You can have it later, but once you break the addiction, you're back into control. Yep. Um, a recent client that we've been working with, uh, same thing, recognized that this person said um, they don't feel that they eat healthy. Right. And the initial dialogue between the two of us, it was cereal and candy right that's all they ate right and it would um obviously that started feeding into what was going on i mean Mm -hmm. there's a real lack of understanding of what is healthy so you touched on that um if you have questions reach out to a fitness professional reach out to us and just say would you consider this healthy take a Mm -hmm. picture of your food and shoot it over um there's no need to be 100 percent dependent on what the government puts in front of you Mm -hmm. for your survivability correct that's crazy you hold your your future. Absolutely. The best thing you got going for you is that you're in a Western society where you don't have to worry about breathing in, you know, North Korean freaking factory fumes all day. Exactly. I mean, there's oh, people gosh. that really have got it bad when they live. Uh, that's not here. You have clean air. You have clean water. Right. Um, we have resources. You can walk around the street without getting mugged or shot or killed. Um, yeah. You've got resources and you've got options, but mm. we, we limit ourselves into believing there's no way out. Exactly. Do you have any, any tips? Um, I love the tip about uh, finding food that has less than three ingredients. I think that's an excellent first start. It's um, it's hard, man. It is very Especially hard. Especially if you're used to just serving up macaroni and cheese and shit to everybody. It is, but there's so many. You know, I remember when, um, so canned soup was huge when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And I remember when Healthy Choice came out, um, their soups. And that was the first time that my mom kind of started not really an education on eating better, but um, just making us, you know, like, oh, I was like, mom, why'd you get this? And she would be like, well, flip over the label. Like, your soup has this much sodium, this one has this. And just becoming slowly aware. And it doesn't mean that you've got to buy the top of the line lean meats to just make some positive changes, especially if it's not in your budget. Because yeah. let's face it, you live anywhere in Northern Virginia, you are living on some sort of a budget. Yeah. But it's just becoming aware, you know, little things like you've been making these protein pancakes that have applesauce in them. Mm. And it's buying applesauce that doesn't have added sugar. It's those tiny little changes that 
it still tastes amazing, but just ways that you can be a little bit cautious about what you're feeding yourself. It, it takes a, um, a degree of awareness that mm-hmm. I think uh, this is probably one of the big things that differentiates somebody that's been paying attention for a long time and someone that doesn't is you forget. Oh, of course you do. You go grocery shopping, you forget. Of course. Um, you plan out your meals, but oh shit, that's got a lot of this. And yep. you're not sure on what some of the labels are. What does hydrogenated mean? Um, this is uh, <laughs> sucralose bad. So there's a lot to kind of learn and, and mm-hmm. um, wield as far as control and knowing what's going on. Yep. But you do have to develop the strength of awareness. Absolutely. What are you putting in your body? If you eat out a lot, ask, what is this? If you go to, I remember we went to Starbucks and they will give you the option to do like a coconut milk mm-hmm. versus regular. And I'd asked to see the, uh, the label one time. So we pull up the windows. Like, <laughs> they looked I see at it. you like you were crazy. They did look at me like I was crazy. <laughs> and it was packed full of sugar. Like an unbelievable amount. Coconut milk. But people get, go to the screen like coconut, that's healthier than... In that regard, regular milk was a better option. I know. So they're putting shit in front of you that just makes things sweeter and you know more desirable. And mm-hmm. you got to ask, and yes. you got to poke around, and you got to pay attention. And if you do, one day you will become lunatics like Brian and I, and you'll carry little creamers in. Well, my purse, not Brian's purse. And then you'll order black coffee when you're out, and you'll add your own creamers. Awareness. I think that's badass. <laughs> One, I have the coffee the way I want it every day. If we, we travel out, I get what I want. Um, but the, the dialogue today, guys, was just to give you some, not necessarily a, I don't want you to have a fear-based approach towards no. this, but you have more control than what the government is um, making you believe. Absolutely. Um, obviously, a good portion of the of science and a large portion of the government, especially local, they're like, you won't make it without this shot. Of course. And nobody's addressing the underlying problems. Yep. Um, low income, high income, we're all susceptible. Of course. Black, white, brown, we're all susceptible. Yep. If you have got pre-existing conditions, you're more susceptible. Mm-hmm. But you can do things to mitigate and to cut down on your risk factors. Yep. If you're only way is going to be keep eating at the trough all the time. Mm-hmm. Don't change your lifestyle. Don't change the booze. Don't change the food and think that that shot's going to save you. It won't. And you're just going to be vulnerable to the next thing that comes around. Exactly. Um, and we don't want that for you. No, not at all. And it's just small little steps to just, just become aware. If you don't care, then you don't care. And it's as simple as that. <laughs> then let somebody that really needs the vaccine get it. <laughs> but in the back of your mind, if it's like, yeah, I really would like to start climbing stairs and not having knee pain because I've got extra weight or I'm eating so much garbage, which is also tied to joint pain, by the way, then it's so easy to make, make one change, one change. If you are on one of those CPAP machines, CPAP machines that, because the doctor's like, Oh, you, you know, you've got uh, sleep apnea. If you're overweight, that's the doctor's lazy way of helping you not die in the middle of the night, but it's driven by weight. Absolutely. You can come off of those things. Yes. Yeah. One change. One change at a time, guys. Um, thanks for jumping on for premiere season three. Um, we will be back, not with any more COVID stuff, but uh, we'll continue on with the trend of just giving you guys little insights Definitely. and approaches on uh, living a better life. Absolutely. And as always, if you have a topic, let us know. We'd Shoot be happy to talk about it. We want to heal you. All right, guys. All right. See you in the next one. Bye. Later.